Hello everyone, I'd like to welcome you all to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column. Today we're looking at the EPC Executive's Challenge and Opportunity, Navigating the Sustainability Shift in Capital Projects. So this podcast is taken from the April issue of Hydrocarbon Processing Magazine within the Sustainability section. It's written by Ron Beck of Aspen Technology. Now according to an industry report published by McKinsey & Company, accelerating the decarbonization of the United States economy to achieve net zero targets by 2050 will require approximately $275 trillion of cumulative capital spending over the next 30 years. This reallocation of capital could, according to an analysis by Deloitte, deliver net economic gains by the late 2040s and add $3 trillion to the United States economy over the next 50 years. To spur this activity from a financial viewpoint, Leading capital funding institutions such as BlackRock, J.P. Morgan Chase, and Barclays have signaled to the industrial community that they will be preferentially funneling their funding sources to these companies that demonstrate commitment to accelerated decarbonization. Energy and chemical companies are reacting to reposition themselves. The past year has seen a significant shift in this strategy, planning and initiatives among the leading players in the process industries. In a survey the author's company completed in June 2021, 77% of companies believe that carbon dioxide mitigation leadership is perceived to provide a competitive advantage. Simultaneously, 21% of the more than 200 companies survey predict a shift in capital spending of more than 20% over the next 50 years, while another 48% of companies forecast that shift to be at least 5%. Will the traditional engineering, procurement, and construction organizations, or EPC organizations, whose experience and corporate memory are around large energy, chemical, and infrastructure projects, effectively pivot to take advantage of the new sustainable economy capital opportunities? Or will it be a new generation of innovative, sustainable engineering companies that drive the future? Nearly all EPC organizations are taking up the challenge and it is up to their leaders and key subject matter experts to successfully navigate the change. It is a tricky balancing act, requiring that the leadership of EPC firms not only execute tactics to pivot in the short term, in which areas like energy efficiency, biofeedstocks, and carbon capture are top of mind, but also prioritize a long-term strategy where areas like broader electrification, hydrogen economy value chain, and advanced recycling become increasingly important. Now, inside an EPC sustainability opportunities. So the Autos Company wanted to learn more about how sustainability initiatives are translating into capital projects and how EPCs and their clients, the asset owners, view the next 18 months. In what sustainability areas are ex- projects expected to be concentrated? How are companies organizing to react? What are the challenges? What are the opportunities? So to do this, Aspen Tech and Hydrocarbon Processing conducted a global survey of process industry decision makers. More than 185 companies responded to the survey. Respondents represented a cross-section of the process industries. So 10% represented integrated energy companies, 27% were upstream and downstream, 17% chemicals, and 25% engineering services. The rest were mining, pulp and paper, and power. Responses were global, with 27% of the respondents from North America, 18% from Europe, 28% from Asia, 10% from the Middle East, and the remainder from South America and Africa. Insights were indicative of where EPCs see the most opportunities with their sustainability initiatives. Those initiatives are focused on here. 
First, pivoting of capital projects work towards sustainability has accelerated. Now, EPC projects have pivoted substantially towards sustainability over the past six months. Now, the question is, will this shift even be more dramatic over the next five years? Presently, 70% of respondents indicate that more than 40% of their project work is in the sustainability area. Within the next five years, 57% of respondents believe that more than 40% of their work will be in the sustainability area. Work seems evenly split between new plant construction and modification of existing plants. Similar questions were asked in the survey that was conducted in June of 2021, and the discrepancy is pretty astounding. The perception of how much process industry capital project work will be in sustainability in the next five years has roughly tripled. That is a significant perspective shift in less than one year. Energy efficiency projects lead the pack, but hydrogen is not far behind. Now, what specific initiatives are driving capital spending momentum? According to the Aspen Tech and Hydrocarbon Processing Survey, energy optimization projects and hydrogen economy projects are cited as driving project awards by 50%. 61% of EPCs say that they are offering or ramping up to offer energy efficiency project services, with 52% offering hydrogen asset design and EPC services, and 43% planning to offer carbon capture design services. The top six types of projects that survey respondents are seeing are hydrogen, carbon capture and storage and utilization, energy optimization, solar and wind generation assets, materials recycling, and biofeedstocks. Interestingly, biofeedstocks and biofuels projects are further down the list. Europe is leading the way in terms of investments in energy efficiency. Carbon taxes and government incentives in Europe are driving refiners and chemical manufacturers to invest in a systematic and broad scale-up in energy efficiency initiative deployments. Depending on the asset and the process, further efficiency improvements of 15-30% to 30% are possible and feasible for many sites. For example, two of Europe's largest downstream organizations decided to deploy Aspen Tech's Advanced Adaptive Process Control across their enterprise to meet new near-term carbon footprint reduction commitments. This is a much broader and more accelerated scale deployment of this proven energy efficiency and carbon reduction technology than ever seen before. Now, here's the thing. There are still hurdles to leap. With the wide range of sustainability initiatives and directions the industry is taking, EPCs are facing a diverse basket of capital project opportunities. However, therein lies a challenge. How does a company pick the correct area to focus their capabilities and expertise? Now, the author had the opportunity to speak with one chief executive officer of a mid-sized EPC company in North America. He personally is spending a large fraction of his time working on the company's strategy to grow in the sustainability projects area. He believes his personal focus on this mission is critical for the future direction of the firm. This reality is one of the key factors at play. Sustainability project work is a strategic pivot and requires executive attention. For his company, as a mid-sized contractor with a strong reputation, business is significantly tied to ongoing relationships, dating back to multiple successful projects over the years. However, the challenge is to maintain that trusted relationship with clients and to assemble the right capabilities to be credible and to prove themselves again as the EPC of choice in new sustainability technology areas, such as biofeedstocks, carbon capture, hydrogen, and new materials. It is a seller's market for technology experts and experienced practitioners in those areas. 
So the largest EPCs are bent on assembling a critical mass of staff with the right skills, leaving smaller players with the task of building bench strength in an expensive free agent market. To get the right strategic focus on sustainability projects, just under half of the responding companies have set up a separate organization or division to pursue and perform sustainability projects. The other half are not yet taking that route. So the other spoke with a group of key executives at another EPC that has made the decision to set up a separate group for sustainability projects. The group is set up under a separate executive reporting to the CEO. This approach can win in terms of getting the right executive focus and direction. It also provides a more transparent way to measure the progress in building the capabilities and execution success, as well as be successful in mapping directly to the client's focus on sustainability. Of course, the counter argument is that nearly all future projects will have some sustainability content and that this distinction in some way will not make sense in the future. So let's look at closing the skills gap, which is top of mind. So regardless of what format of business development is chosen, this survey also sought to find out what the biggest barriers to sustainability capital project execution are, as perceived both by the EPCs and by the owners. Building a staff of engineers with the right domain expertise was cited as a barrier by 45% of the respondents, the second largest barrier beyond the economics of the projects themselves. In terms of how to build up the right staff capability in today's environment, also known as addressing the skills gap, companies are pursuing a range of approaches. 54% of companies are increasing investment in in-house sustainability design training. 42% are incentivizing their staff to take supplemental sustainability design training. 30% plan to hire recent engineering graduates whose coursework has increasingly focused on sustainability aspects. And 34% are seeing the need to invest in software tailored to addressing the new design and economic challenges of sustainability projects. Now, new partnerships are emerging. Sustainability initiatives are driving new types and levels of partnerships. This is due to a new factor, including managing risk of new technologies and extended value chains. For example, in a recent forum, INI's Chief Operating Officer for Energy Evolution provided two examples of new partnership types. One example is CO2 capture, in which companies with old hydrocarbon reserves that can store CO2 and have the technability uh, to do so will collaborate with industries such as steel that are hard to decarbonize to develop joint solutions. Another example is biofuels, where landowners that produce biomass to supply biorefineries can combine with local employment initiatives in emerging economies such as Central Africa. This will address multiple sustainable objectives simultaneously. These and other types of partnerships will require EPCs to improve how they are using digital technologies. Partnerships require digital collaboration of many aspects of a design and an asset's data far beyond what process industry players are accustomed to. 50% of companies say that they are pursuing owner-engineer partnerships. 42% are looking at cross-industry partnerships, such as between upstream companies and metals refiners. And 38% of EPCs are looking at a consorta of partnerships that link up multiple EPCs with different skill sets. Now, improving the economics with advanced digital technologies. Now, the elephant in the room is the economic investment required for sustainability and reducing what Bill Gates refers to as the green premium. 73% of respondents feel that economics are a significant barrier to momentum in these projects. 
The EPCs who look at this opportunistically will see that there is a way to strongly differentiate based on going further than designing to meet a specification. Instead, the best design teams will embrace the most advanced digital technologies, including hybrid models that incorporate artificial intelligence with rigorous design tools. So here's some of the major takeaways for EPC leaders. Future market leaders will be those that incorporate sustainability results into all their capital project bids and execution. There are significant hurdles that largely revolve around developing the proven capability and expertise to conduct sustainability projects and reduce the future risk. However, companies across many industries and geographies are strongly committed to meaningful capital projects across various sustainability dimensions. We want to thank you all for listening to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column.